0: Welcome to the third episode of the BAM Creative Podcast, otherwise known as BAMcast, I believe. Um, today we're going to be talking about social media metrics. I think that's pretty much what, we, what yeah. we've what we decided collectively as a family. I
1: think we're just going to have an argument today, so it should be good.
0: We're going to have an argument. Who just wants to start off one. the argument? I reckon you should start off the argument, Josh.
1: Okay, cool. That's <laughs> the, um, so the point we're trying to make is, is what? Um, so there, there's been a... A discussion. I think it should start from actually. Like Richie had a really good real world so example. So had starting the argument. Go on. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So well, we were
2: discussing like what is the difference between metrics, goals, all that sort of thing. Um, you know, is it confusing for businesses who don't um, have a great grasp of that? Um, so yeah. Okay. I think my point, Josh, was that quite often a business is trying to um, do a lot of things at once, and maybe they haven't got a a singular goal in mind. Um, so quite often, I'll find that we'll be actually not just running one campaign with one goal. We've actually got a whole bunch of different goals that, that the client is trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Was that the point? Yeah, and I can appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. So for a specific example there, I mean, everyone knows that it's great to have uh, as many followers as you can. Um, so I guess you're always trying to increase them, but at the same time, you're a business. So you want to get conversions. Uh, so how do you do that? You know, Maybe you need to send traffic to your website. Um, and then there's so many other factors as well. Um, so I guess the difficulty is getting from A to B of reaching new audiences and then getting them to convert is a, a complicated funnel.
0: Yes, it definitely is because I think a lot of the time, we're, we're trying, obviously we're trying to get people to the website to eventually lead them to those. Yeah. convert. I mean that would be like one of the most significant funnels would be from social media to get them through to your website or a landing page um, for that campaign and it's how do you do that and what kind of content do you actually create? What yeah, no that's true. Josh looks really conflicted, so I'm I'm, (laughs) really like
1: what's Um, on his mind here. (laughs) No no no, I'm actually I'm I'm listening because um, because I one hundred percent agree with you. Okay. And I think the reason it's so complicated is because it's been made to be complicated. Yeah. And so for instance if we if we, if we have a, um, a client coming up to us and they say to us, hey, I need to get more likes on a page. Mm-hmm. And then as we go through the process of building out a campaign, we find out, oh, okay, well, we'll be, as part of getting the likes for you, which appear to be the primary objective, um, we're also going to be posting a number or, or a series of images or pieces of content over, say, the preceding month. Um, then at some point the client will come back and say, oh, great. So that means that we can measure the success of the campaign by how many likes you receive on the posts. And then also by how many people engage in a comment or how many people share on those individual posts. So now we've just gone from that that initial goal to adding three more goals to that. And then we can get any number of other things coming up to play when we start looking at reporting metrics. So, um, you know, what demographic is visiting our site currently? Does that match up or visiting our um, social profile? um, Currently, how does that map to our ideal prospect, or sure. the, the ones we're trying to sell to, yeah. and so if there's a d- disconnect between those, then there's going to be another goal of well, actually, we want to increase the the percentage of people that are aged 35 to 42 that are female living in yeah. Perth, and so those are all the these are all the complexities that can potentially make the campaign very complicated. Yeah, and in, in all, and I think it's it's a wor- it's w- a worthwhile experiment or um, point to, to have a dialogue with the client to say. Cool. You want to get likes on your page, mm. but what is really the end result? Like, yeah. can you take the likes to the back? And nine times out of, the ten, out of ten, the client will say, Well, no, I've got, I know that if I get likes, yeah. then I will get inquiry or I'll get traffic to my website, and then I will get um, somebody calling me up or sure. email me, and then I can be able to try yeah. to. and convert them. And so it all goes back to that. How do I increase sales? Thing? Which is what I mentioned to you before.
2: That's true. Look, I mean, I guess the expectations need to be um, set in place at the beginning. Is that it's gonna, it's always gonna be a slow, uh, low road.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
2: gonna be slow, uh, slow going. We're trying to reach as many people as you can, um, and, and create sort of a funnel where some people engage with your brand more than others, and then eventually they're in a position where they want
1: to actually make the conversion. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think there's a lot of there's a lot of misinformation in the market right now, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always about, um, because we talk a lot about having people be very engaged on social media. Yeah. But the only reason we say that is because we know there's so much traffic and attention on social media, right? I mean, if Facebook was waning similar to Twitter now, I know that there are a number of people that continue to say how effective Twitter is. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm not one of them. No, 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 yeah. And, and yeah. I would always redirect somebody away from Twitter to, say, Instagram or another channel if I felt that it was more applicable to their industry. Yeah, And um, and so, yeah, for me it's always just about saying, look, irrespective of what the social media mm-hmm. is and what you hear from your cousin's uncle who says that you need to be on Facebook, it, as, as great as it sounds for you to, to be on Facebook and to run an ad and to you know, pay two cents click on an ad, um, it really always has to go back to the main thing, and so that's why i mentioned to you guys like, mm. reducing waste in terms of where you're putting your marketing stream, sure. increasing sales, and then if you want, then you can look at increasing brand awareness. Okay, mm. so I guess there's a few other ways you can
2: use social media in more uh, direct campaign types. So I mean, there are other goals you can have, which is, yeah, traffic through to your website or increasing, um, you know, new visitors um, to your website, or maybe you could focus on email subscriptions, you know, it can be supportive of other digital marketing um, means. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like that, I I would even see that as a worthwhile goal. So, you know, we had a chat and we were like, well, do we really want to get, have a campaign that runs just for Facebook likes at the cost of of, um, inquiry um, or sales, sorry. And so I can... I can appreciate the scenario where we run a campaign, so a Facebook contest mm. in order to build a database yeah. that we can then, you know, curate over time or farm over time sure. with the prospect of getting. So that that in itself is uh, like two steps or one step removed from inc- increasing sales. Yeah, um, I just find like Facebook likes, uh, Instagram followers, you don't have them as a database mm. Mm. so for me you're not building an asset and you're not generating a sale inquiry mm. yep. or a sale sure. so that's that's where I kind of I try to go that's back to that's an interesting to. point
2: that's very interesting
1: like you've got to control yeah, what exactly. you have right yeah, yeah. like you can say I can be the number one mm. um, beverage company on Facebook and then the next day Facebook can because of a new policy turn off my page well they
2: I mean they're, they're reducing the reach that you have um, using their algorithm you'll find that the the organic posts that you put out there are reaching fewer people than they used to. And I mean I think the idea is that they're gonna be And it's smart. Yeah you know, like targeted to people to be, who actually want to see the thing, like because they've already engaged with you before and that's that's great as well. Yeah. But like you say, that you know, they could switch it off any 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 moment. You've lost those people. Yeah, and they've been doing that
1: so I think it's up to about sixty percent of your organic posts on Instagram as well. Right. Are not getting through to the the amount of people that it used to beforehand as well. And the primary reason is because Facebook is a brand, it's a business as well, Instagram is a brand, they're trying to convert that into business as well. So, the more that these advertising platforms come out, then the better it's going to be. Totally. Mm, it's really interesting,
0: um, as well, I'm sorry, I interrupted you even though you were throwing it to me yeah, That's cool. No. But it's really interesting to see, even with, in terms of like getting more Instagram followers, Instagram's a really good example. Yeah. If you actually look at your insights, if you have a business account, yeah. seeing the reach of your posts, so you say you might have like 100 followers and maybe your reach is only like 40, and you're not even reaching your full audience, you're not really interacting with all your followers anyway, so you're sort of like... Limiting the amount of reach that you know your followers are actually engaging with you, um, so I always find that, yeah, it's kind of frustrating because I mean, you can say you, know, mm. you can aim for followers, but I don't know if that's necessarily the primary aim that you want, particularly with Instagram. Um, I think there was a lot of thoughts in there, but I think I pretty much.
2: Yeah, I mean I've got
0: there in the end.
2: Yeah. I'm yeah. still I'm still frowned by Josh saying that, you know, don't aim to have as many followers as you as you can and uh, Yeah,
0: because I don't think that's like the the shouldn't be the primary What goal was the
2: co- we, what was the cost of getting there? We do got we we do got. We've got some uh we got some clients with a lot of followers and they they, you know, um for example, I'm not going to name names but we've we do have a client right now who's running a competition, and we are um, actively spending, you know, hundreds of dollars to get that message out there. And because they've got, you know, over thirty thousand followers already, you know, a simple three-image post thrown out there can attract a similar amount of steam just on its own because it's mm. it's not pushing a message. People actively want to see it, and they they just engage with it as well. So they didn't have to. They, they're saving money now um, by having that many. People seeing their things, but what was the cost to to get there? Like,
1: yeah, and I think we have to be like as much as I'm, I'm pretty hard on, you know, um, Facebook likes are an ego boost, nothing more, mm. nothing less. And as much as I say that, I I am also mindful that for a lot of the marketing channels that are out there, many businesses. Um, so sometimes it's also agencies with these businesses yeah. have to go through that process of, of researching the market and researching the response of that market mm. to a particular message from that company. And for some on Facebook having, you know, message A or message B and delivering it to a specific market or audience, they'll get a certain result. And sure. the result will be, ha- like, they'll be content with that. Like I met with um, an accounting company um, business this week and they said that they had just been running Facebook adverts themselves, not knowing what they were doing, mm. but they had received inquiry from it, yeah. and so from that that perspective, they've gone through it and experimented. Yeah. So, I do I do give like a certain amount of rope to experimenting, trying like to find out what the sweet spot is. Yeah, mm. I just don't I don't buy into the whole um, like spend money to get Facebook likes or spend money yeah. to get followers. Um, mm. Just because, like I say, if you had if you got like ten thousand bucks. You, you must know how yeah. much in sales you need to generate to validate spending that 10,000 bucks. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. This my thoughts anyway. No, I like
0: that. Yeah, yeah that's really, good. yeah.
1: What's, um, so we talked about social media goals and metrics. Mm-hmm. Do we want to, I don't know, throw out what, what some goals could be versus others? What mm-hmm. What is an effective goal? Maybe what are some effective Metrics as well that you can monitor. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, let's. Um, so, we've already
2: mentioned email subscribes. And I mean, if you, you're talking about you've got a certain budget set aside, what do we do with it? Do we put it hammer at the, the page like campaign, or do we, you know, spend the money elsewhere? Um, you know, email marketing that could be cheaper and could be a lot more effective as well. Um, so, that's always good. Trying to get subscriptions, um, you can do that either with your own website or you can even um, run an ad on Facebook where people can subscribe directly Um, that's good. Um, Speaking of websites as well, yeah, look you want to make sure that your goals are all uh, configured in your Google Analytics has to be, because otherwise how are you going to know that someone has converted? Um, So, yeah, I think I think most people would, as a business, would say they want more sales so yeah, I mean that's
0: the ultimate goal. Isn't yeah. it? I mean that's really the ultimate goal of engaging in social media. Anyway, is yeah. number one is to generate more sales, and then through that mm. is obviously I mean it's the whole brand awareness thing. And we've talked about building a brand mm. and building on different platforms as well to lead them through to your website. But yeah, if the ultimate goal is and you know it's always going to be to yeah. generate sales, then it yeah it definitely is worth having it tracked in Google Analytics Just and making sure that you know you've got the right data on the particular campaign that you're running as well?
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said at the start, it's a, it's a complicated funnel, right? And there's a lot of places where people can drop out of it. So mm. I guess, yeah, as soon as you, you start um, a campaign in social media and you end it somewhere else, you've got to be really mindful of the fact that, um, you know, poor um, loading times, things like that, are just bad mobile experience in general, but there's so many factors
1: where people will choose the easier option, which might be just, to you know, go back. So Yeah, and... Um And so I think that highlight's a really important point. I mean, we're not talking about, and this is why you should use an agency to to do a campaign. (laughs) But I think factoring all all those facets, if you did look for a campaign that, say, started on Facebook and then was to end in either an email or a phone call, then the steps might be that um, you're, say, running a Facebook campaign advert on on Facebook. Uh, From that advert, somebody is either engaging with, commenting, sharing. Um, and then hopefully they're clicking on to be redirected to or directed to the website. Mm. And then like you say, from there on the website they'll either choose to read the content and take an action, um, which, which might be the phone call or the email, or they might drop off. Mm. And so ideally if you are having them on say a landing page then it's only on the landing page that they're having to look at to qualify themselves as needing that service or product uh, or information or, or not. Versus if they've got a multi-page website where they have to go through to a home page and then mm. they have to think, of, oh, from this home page, where do I need to go? Oh, I need to go to the services page. Yeah. Where from the services page? Oh, I've got to go back to the contact page. Like, restricting mm. the amount of um, options for somebody yeah. is always been, which is why we always tend to push having a landing page for a campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just isolates how many uh, variables are at play sure. at once. Yep. And if, you're in a, if your business is in a position where you can actually man Facebook
2: um, 24-7, then you know, these days, Facebook is, it's rolling out new ways of getting in touch you can actually create a, a campaign that ends in a Facebook messenger conversation directly with the company so I mean that's that's reducing the number of steps down to
1: like just one so yeah and we um, because we put put out the the market update recently for the property development space so looking at bots as well as automated customer uh, like service representatives was one of the key opportunities for WA and given I guess with hopefully most of our audience is going to be WA based, but given that WA always seems to, for whatever reason, be maybe 18 to 24 months behind the ball when it comes to what Overeast is doing, or even some some international cities, um, it really highlights the opportunity for for local businesses to start looking at that now. Um, even if maybe there isn't any direct infrastructure in, in Western Australia, mm. but to look at providers that are based over East that can assist in, in bridging the gap both um, knowledge-wise as well as in terms of just the service offering and being able to implement it. But I think it's really important that n- not just property developers, obviously, um, but any business be considering that because like you say, mm-hmm. it is, if you can, if you're a business owner and then you can run an advert and have somebody message you querying, oh, how do I get this? Um, you know, I'd love to be able to purchase hardwood furniture right now and they actually message you that's as good as it's going to get. Yeah. yeah. Right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost as as good as them actually texting your phone and saying, I'm really interested in such and such a thing. Mm. So, yeah, the more people can think about that, I think the better benefit they'll get from a campaign versus just likes, etc. And that's why all of those call to actions, I think, are really good. So you've got the one where you can message people. Yeah. And I've seen a solo company do that highly effectively where they just had their uh, video clip. So the interesting thing about them is they didn't have... A core message as such, they didn't have a hook. Mm. They didn't have a call to action at all. Um, All they ended up posting, and I'm not too sure if I've shown you guys, was uh, a CCTV footage. um, CCTV footage. Yeah, okay. Of um, of the trader going to do the installation (laughs) on the ladder, and so he's walking past or up to the camera before he went up the ladder, and he just did a two step shuffle or something. Yeah. Right in front of the CCTV, Um, and so after that he went up, and they ended up taking that footage, putting it on Facebook, and it just continues to be shared. Should just we put a link to that fair. in the show notes? Yeah, I think I will I think we should, um, very um, I'll look for the link and then you guys can check it out. But that just highlights, I guess a really clever way of running a campaign. I don't believe they ran that. and so I guess that's where we kind of come back to my original point, which is, hey, is this a is this an activity that's being done to increase sales or reduce waste? Yeah. So in that regard, um, that does lead back to the story. And the story is that, you know, this is somebody and this is a culture within the company that's yeah. welcomed of being lighthearted, enjoying yourself, um, having a bit of a laugh. Um, and so from that perspective, maybe, you know, you can, maybe my, um, my original point can be challenged. But that does highlight how the message was really well, well in tune with, or tuned to who the market is sure. um, through Facebook. Because yeah. that's all the type of content that people are looking for. So, yeah, if our clients were to be doing that, then that'd be great. Um, And so I think I've just moved away from my initial point, Mm. which I was trying to make. Mm. But the fact that we're going to post something on the show notes is really good for you guys. (laughs) Look, sometimes, um, I mean, this is a completely
2: different tangent, but sometimes uh, campaigns can be so far removed from sales um, that they sort of break out of uh, maybe their intended target audience and become larger than that. But the message is, is less clear. In terms, um, I'm thinking like compare the market, compare the meerkat, that sort of thing, that went a bit crazy yeah. to the point where they had to probably rein it back and remind people that they were insurance, you know, because you <laughs> wouldn't put the two and two together, but everyone knows the ad. Yeah. So I guess that's the same, and, and with video, you know, it's got a good chance of going viral, um, but they, I guess they got it to work in a way where it still made sense for their brand.
1: Oh, that's where I was going. Cool. So you had the video, no I know, <laughs> and then it had send a message. Yeah. And so you could actually just send an inquiry to them and then they would have an auto automatic response mm-hmm. and then after that they would follow up one to one. And so I think that's a great type of ad to run. There's also the other one where you have the lead generation ads yep. where it takes you to the form and you can fill out all the content so you no- never have to leave Facebook. That's another great one. And so there are a number of ones where people can be trying them out to find which one's the right one for them. But um, that's why I think Facebook is so good and that's probably why I think Instagram when they come up with that, yeah. it's going to be great because they'll just keep on introducing new ad um, tools and platforms to help you.
0: Yeah.
1: I think what you said about uh, experimenting
2: is super, super important. Just try everything. see
1: What are your thoughts, Jess?
0: <laughs> you guys talk a lot. Actually, I was just taking it all in I was like, yep, that sounds great. Um,
1: what about metrics?
0: Metrics. In terms are the metrics, most important. I don't know. Metrics are really interesting because I have a few clients who are very focused on, well, first of all, they're not really sure which platform to engage with because they don't really yep. know which is most suitable. And then, of course, they don't really know which metrics to track from those platforms either because they don't know in terms of like if they invest all their time in Facebook. And then they've kind of spent all that time. Is it going to be worth it with the follows, likes, and you know shares, comments, and things like that? So I find that you know it's kind of hard to illustrate the importance of having them kind of understand what metrics they should actually be aiming for, which should obviously be um, based off a particular campaign. Mm. Um, you know. So you'd have like your campaign and you'd make sure that you're actually setting aside those particular metrics to be tracking and measuring against. So it comes back to what you were saying in terms of testing and just seeing like what the results are and then basing that it's just like a snowball, like the next campaign would basically be based off the outcomes of the previous campaign. Um, But yeah, it's, I suppose it's really about understanding what the particular metrics are. So... Saying that because I think I've just talked about that for a while is (laughs) specifically um, so, yeah, I I wouldn't really base a a success of a campaign off likes or even um, just comments because you never actually know. In terms of like, if we're talking about Instagram, a lot of comments are just like. Awesome post. Love heart emoji. I actually think I'm banned from using my love heart emoji on my phone now. But um, yeah, a lot of them aren't really um, (laughs) worth kind of measuring the success of a campaign because you don't really know how authentic they are. Um, And then again, you don't really know if someone's liking your post, if that's part of their particular personal strategy, if they're just liking every post. in a hashtag or a location, for example. So it's really hard to judge the success of a campaign based on really simple um, metrics like follows, likes, comments. Mm. Um, And so then you'd really start looking at things like if, you know, a particular post or posts from a campaign collectively are actually leading through, you know, through a funnel to your website for example um and if they're actually making contact with you if they are actually landing on the landing page um if they're landing on it if they're not doing anything you know all these kinds of things um I think a lot of um, people don't really understand and they get really excited about likes and follows but it doesn't really eventuate in too much so I think it's really um I agree. I don't know, are you guys like mansplaining like No, we're not gonna mansplain anything on this show. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We don't mansplain (laughs) on the show.
2: Mansplaining treatment. (laughs) And (laughs) in other shows,
0: like am I just like going (laughs) on. Am I just going on a crazy tangent? But yeah, I mean that like these are the things that you kind of have to think of when you're actually because I get really excited when people like my stuff and I think I'm about to be famous, like Instagram famous, but I'm actually not. Because when I actually look at my you know insights there's like one click through to my website for
2: example
0: Mm. I'm not going to for example for example so it's pretty sad (laughs) um but yeah there are certain like yeah there are certain metrics that you should actually be paying attention to and those are really I mean yeah the traffic through to your website landing page Mm -hmm. yeah so
1: what would be like a hot tip that you give to to people that are tuning into the episode in terms of metrics getting things in perspective or the rest of that
0: are you looking at me or this
1: guy
0: here? No, I'm looking at. Like, let, let's go with Rich because Rich hasn't spoken for like two no. minutes, and I'm getting concerned. No,
1: <laughs>
2: no, I um I did a lot of talking before, right, um. But anyway, no, I think look, I think what you're saying, Jess, is correct. That you've got to uh, clear in your head about what you actually want to achieve out of a certain piece of content. Right. So if you do, if you do want to send people to a website, sure, that is the metric to fo- focus on to clicks through the website, and you want to have. Uh, like Josh has said, you want to experiment with that, right? So you can find out which one's the, the cheapest for you to be running, mm. cost per result there. Um, but then, if you if you've got a piece of content where you want people to actually, you know, engage with that because you're just trying to get the message out there. Maybe it's a blog article that you wrote about, you know, someone's personal struggle and overcoming something, and you really want people to resonate with that. You post that online, give it a boost, and then that's the one where you're going to get comments and shares like that. It's not about making sales in that point, but People are, are developing a stronger affinity with your brand. Yeah.
0: Mm. Brand awareness.
2: Yeah. So yeah. you just got to be clear about what you want out of anything, and uh, and you need to know that before you set up your campaigns. To be honest, and then you should be able to figure out what is the most, the single most important metric. And and Facebook ads, for example, will, you know, measure things differently depending on what you're trying to get out of it. Mm.
0: So. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think it's really important to very clearly set out the goals or objectives of a campaign before actually running it, and then obviously setting up, you know, tracking so you can actually track it um, and report, and you know, making recommendations based on those particular campaigns as well for future campaigns. Because, yeah, I I don't know. I've got I'm very passionate about people being obsessed with likes and follows and things like that. Like, I'm not even going to get into it. You're
1: passionate like you're pro it or you're con it. <laughs> like I think people put too much
0: focus on followers and likes. I mean, we have like 1800, 8, but maybe like 100 actually engage with us, for mm-hmm. example. And so, you know, every time we get one follower, I just think like I don't really know who they are. I'll go like look in their little profile. Maybe I don't really, you know, you like stalk it, I like, I like to <laughs> stalk <laughs> just just fair warning, get if you're going to if you're going to follow address. us or like us,
1: just for sinners, you like a favorite <laughs> color.
0: Um, But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's really time to look at social media and just not think... It's not a popularity contest in the... It is, actually. Unfortunately, life is a popularity contest. But social media, you know, in terms of likes and follows, that's not the metric that you should actually be focusing on. I think there's a lot of other metrics you should be focusing on. And, yeah, I mean you know what's good really you know what I'm saying like if you get likes and you get comments mm. and you get shares it's like ultimately if the goal is to get sales if you're not getting a sale then what's the point yeah really I mean I'm yeah, yeah, I, yeah I I was just I was getting very like Macedonian then just like slamming the table but you know I get very passionate about these kinds of things so <laughs> I think
1: I agree um yeah uh, I feel like I have um I have three things that that kind of that I know to be that I know to be true when it comes to marketing your business, trying to position your business in a in a place where it can it can receive sales or get okay. sa- the type of sales that I want. Yep. And so the first one links back to what you said in terms of you putting out relevant content, and so really mm. just going through going down an information marketing route. Yeah. Um, and by doing that, by providing the information, you're then increasing your position as an authority or a thought leader in your industry and so that from a branding perspective is like I 100% agree that activity there um, it won't directly lead to sales but it's still it it's a better link to sales than running a campaign where you say like my page because you feel good and so (laughs) that's what I like Um, the second one is well about just keeping in mind what's going to generate sales what's going to reduce waste is the other really important one and the last one for me is that triangle that I tend to mention to you guys and you're gonna be like, not the triangle. I love the triangle. The triangle of death. We had another triangle we talked about earlier today. Yeah, Um, we'll link to that in the show notes. Oh yeah, we should. And yeah, so just that one of um, understanding your market, making sure that you've got a message that resonates with the market and making sure that you're using the media. In this case, we've been talking about Facebook and and Instagram um, that will help you connect with that market through that message. So Mm. those three things, I think at times they'll go at, they may, to some degree, go at odds with one another, mm. but ultimately they're all focused on, like they're all focused on you help you generating more sales. Um, it's just some of them are direct and some of them are, you know, maybe one or two steps removed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's probably. I'd say that'd be my my tip. And then yeah, probably the other one too would be just to to say that no matter what channel you're doing marketing through whether it's email marketing or mail drops or anything like that, is to try and think of a way to be able to track the inquiries or the sales that come through each channel. Um, Because that will allow you to protect your money a lot better than you currently are. Um, I know tons of businesses that Mm. they've just been like advertising in newspapers for, you know, years. And I've asked them, oh okay, so how do you know the amount of sales that that have come through the website, um, through the newspaper over the last 12 months? versus all those previously, and they said, well, we don't, because it's mm. just the same number. So little things like unique phone numbers, mm. uh, call, like call analytic tracking, um, mm. to, to make sure you get unique phone numbers, or unique email addresses, or some type of code or promo to, to help you measure stuff. I think that'd really help a lot of people mm. that are considering it. Yeah. Even how did you hear about us on the contact form the website, like it's oh, the basic easy it? Yeah. Yeah. And then make sure that you just rotate that drop-down list so that they don't continue to select like the first option all the time. <laughs> it happens
0: sometimes. but even as simple as um, creating a you know, unique landing page URL just mm. like each and every time that's super sure. helpful as well because um, I know I've got quite a few clients that have come to me and they've been hammering the same landing page with different campaigns and it's really hard to track the effectiveness of one campaign leading to you know if they're all leading mm-hmm. to the same landing page as well so yeah. that's yeah a really massive one as well
1: yeah. mm. so I think that's pretty good did we get any questions from
0: anyone? Uh, I
1: haven't checked Twitter. No, I you
0: haven't.
1: should really... <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to check the questions, and then we'll have to... What's our,
0: our hashtag? hashtag them. Our hashtag is AskBam, Ask bam. and you can tweet us at BAM Creative. You can also email us podcast at bam.com.au if you've got any questions for us as well. Um, we'll be posting all of today's show notes, tips on our website, um, on our blog. Yeah, oh, right. I know what this is. I'm just doing this. Um, but yeah, if you head to our um, <laughs> head to our website, which is bam.com.au, and um, we've got all of our show notes from today's show up there. And yeah. So. Um, oh my god.
2: Handle, Ida is happy. Underscore Bam asks. Ask Bam, when you come to Poland, you've already been to Poland, right? Jeff? What?
0: Yeah, I live okay. there. Yeah, go on. Yep. What's
2: the um, question? So that was it. Um then. There was another one, that what inspires us to write rap? That would be for Miles Burke, the link upstairs. I oh, think so, okay.
0: yeah. Um, I think
1: that's a really good question. I think that's one that Jess was contemplating earlier today. And so then, we'll uh, let her take that.
0: What, about the rap or Poland?
1: The, the rap in Poland.
2: No, the rap. How do you write rap? These are not actually for us, but... Um, they use <laughs> hashtags, Are you just picking out questions? No, no, it's our Shall hashtag. Should we answer other people's questions? Oh, that I should be the
1: them that, that It is actually our hashtag.
0: ask (laughs) Van
1: yeah we just clarify please Please ask questions that are relative to this podcast yeah Yeah. sorry
0: guys (laughs) I would love to know how Miles writes rap Um, but as for coming to Poland I'll be having my 2018 Poland tour which I'll actually just be walking around Poland and not really doing much else but yeah if you have a question for us please do um, tweet us at VanCreative or I'll spam actually. Ask us a question that's not about Miles' rap. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we might get him down to do a bit of beatboxing next next week. I think so. We beatbox? I don't know. We'll find out.
0: Thanks Tune for you joining us guys. See you after, yeah. Bye. Ooh. Some mosquitoes. <laughs>